Numbers chapter 19. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron. This is the legal statute that the Lord has commanded. Instruct the Israelites to bring you an unblemished red cow that has no defect and has never been yoked. Give it to the priest Eleazar, and he will have it brought outside the camp and slaughtered in his presence. The priest Eleazar is to take some of its blood with its finger. The priest Eleazar is to take some of its blood with his finger and sprinkle it seven times toward the front of the tent of meeting. The cow is to be burned in his sight, its hide, flesh, blood, are to be burned along with its waist. The priest is to take cedar wood, hyssop, and crimson yarn and throw them into the fire where the cow is burning. Then the priest must wash his clothes and bathe his body in water. After that, he may enter the camp, but he will remain ceremonially unclean until evening. The one who burned the cow must also wash his clothes and bathe his body in water, and he will remain unclean until evening. A man who is clean is to gather up the cow's ashes and deposit them outside the camp in a ceremonially clean place. The ashes will be kept by the Israelite community for preparing the water to remove impurity. It is a sin offering. Then the one who gathers up the cow's ashes must wash his clothes, and he will remain unclean until evening. This is a permanent statute for the Israelites and for the alien who resides among them. The person who touches any human corpse will be unclean for seven days. He is to purify himself with the water on the third day and the seventh day. Then he will be clean. But if he does not purify himself on the third and seventh days, he will not be clean Anyone who touches a body of a person who has died and does not purify himself defiles the tabernacle of the Lord. That person will be cut off from Israel. He remains unclean because the water for impurity has not been sprinkled on him and his uncleanness is still on him. This is the law when a person dies in a tent. 
everyone who enters the tent and everyone who is already in the tent will be unclean for seven days. And any open container without a lid tied on it is unclean. Anyone in the open field who touches a person who has been killed by the sword or who has died or who even touches a human bone or a grave will be unclean for seven days. For the purification of the unclean person, they are to take some of the ashes of the burnt sin offering, put them in a jar, and add fresh water to them. A person who is clean is to take hyssop, dip it in the water, and sprinkle the tent, all the furnishings, and the people who were there. He is also to sprinkle the one who touched a bone, a grave, a corpse, or a person who had been killed. The one who is clean is to sprinkle the unclean person on the third and the seventh day. After, the, after he purifies the unclean person on the seventh day, the one being purified must wash his clothes and bathe in water, and he will be clean by evening. But a person who is unclean and does not purify himself, that person will be cut off from the assembly because he has defiled the sanctuary of the Lord. The water for impurity has not been sprinkled on him. He is unclean. This is a permanent statute for them. The person who sprinkles the water for the impurity is to wash his clothes, and whoever touches the water for impurity will be unclean until evening. Anything the unclean person touches will become unclean, and anyone who touches it will be unclean until evening. Psalms 56 and 57. Be gracious to me, God, for man tramples me. He fights and oppresses me all day long. My adversaries trample me all day. For many arrogantly fight against me. When I am afraid, I will trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God I trust, I will not fear. What can man do to me? They twist my words all day long. All their thoughts against me are evil. They stir up strife. They lurk. They watch my steps while they wait to take my life, while they escape in spite of such sin. God, bring down the nations in wrath. You yourself have recorded my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your records? Then my enemies will, will retreat on the day when I call, this I know, God is for me. In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord, whose word I praise, 
In God I trust, I will not fear. What can man do to me? I am obligated by vows to you, God. I will take my thank offerings to you. For you delivered me from death, even my feet from stumbling, to walk before God in the light of life. Psalm 57. Be gracious to me, God, be gracious to me, for I take refuge in you. I will seek refuge in the shadow of your wings until danger passes. I call to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. He reaches down from heaven and saves me, challenging the one who tramples me. God sends his faithful love and truth. I am surrounded by lions. I lie down with those who devour men. Their teeth and spears and arrows, their tongues are sharp words. Their teeth are spears and arrows. Their tongues are sharp swords. God, be exalted above the heavens. Let your glory be over the whole earth. They prepared a net for my steps. I was despondent. They dug a pit ahead of me, but they fell into it. Selah. My heart is confident. God, my heart is confident. I will sing. I will sing praises. Wake up, my soul. Wake up, harp and lyre. I will wake up the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your faithful love is as high as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches the clouds. God, be exalted above the the heavens. God, be exalted above the heavens. Let your glory be over the whole earth. Isaiah chapter 8. Then the Lord said to me, then the Lord said to me, take a large piece of parchment and write on it with an ordinary pen, Maharher Shalal Hashbaz. I have appointed trustworthy witnesses, Uriah the priest and Zechariah son of Jeberechiah. I was then intimate with the prophetess, and she conceived and gave birth to a son. The Lord said to me, Name him Maher Shalal Hashbaz. For before the boy knows how to call out father or mother, the wealth of Damascus and the spoils of Samaria will be carried off to the king of Assyria. 
the Lord spoke to me again. Because these people rejected the slowly flowing waters of Shiloah and rejoiced with Rezin and the son of Remaliah, the Lord will certainly bring against them the mighty rushing waters of the Euphrates River, the king of Assyria and all his glory. It will overflow its channels and spill over all its banks. It will pour into Judah, flood over it, and sweep through, reaching up to the neck, and its spreading streams will fill your entire land, Emmanuel. Band together, peoples, and be broken. Pay attention, all you distant lands. Prepare for war and be broken. Prepare for war and be broken. Devise a plan. It will fail. Make a prediction. It will not happen. For God is with us. For this is what the Lord said to me with great power. To keep me from going the way of this people. Do not call everything an alliance. These people say is an alliance. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be terrified. You are to regard the Holy One. You are to regard only the Lord of hosts as holy. Only he should be feared. Only he should be held in awe. He will be a sanctuary, but for the two houses of Israel, he will be a stone, he will be a stone to stumble over, and a rock to trip over, and a trap, and a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Many will stumble over these. They will fall and be broken. They will be snared and captured. Bind up the enemy. Seal up the instruction among the disciples. I will wait for the Lord who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob. I will wait for him. Here I am with the children the Lord has given me to be signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts who dwells on Mount Zion. When they say to you, consult the spirits of the dead and the spiritists who chirp and mutter, shouldn't a people consult their God? Should they consult the dead on behalf of the living? To the law and to the testimony. If they do not speak according to this word, there will be no dawn for them. They will wander through the land, dejected and hungry. When they are famished, they will not become enraged. And looking upward, will curse their king and their God. 
They will look toward the earth and see only distress, darkness, and the gloom of affliction. And they will be driven in they will look toward the earth and see only distress, darkness, and the gloom of affliction. They will and they will be driven into thick darkness. Isaiah 9 verses 1 to 7. Nevertheless, the gloom of the distressed land will not be like that of the former times when he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will bring honor to the way of the sea, to the land east of the Jordan, and to Galilee of the nations. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light, a light... The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. A light has dawned on those living in the land of darkness. You have enlarged the nation and increased its joy. The people have rejoiced before you as they rejoice at harvest time. And as they rejoice when dividing spoils, For you have shattered their oppressive yoke and the rod of their shoulders, the staff of their oppressor, just as you did on the day of Midian for the trampling foot of battle and the bloodied garments of war will be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child will be born for us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. The dominion will be vast, and its prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from now on and forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. James chapter 2 My brothers, Do not show favoritism as you hold on to the faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. For example, a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and dressed in fine clothes, and a poor man dressed in dirty clothes also comes in. If you look with favor on the man wearing the fine clothes and say, sit here in a good place, and yet you say to the poor man stand over there or sit here on the floor by my footstool haven't you discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts listen my dear brothers didn't god 
choose the poor in this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom that he has promised to those who love him. Yet you dishonored that poor man. Don't the rich oppress you and drag you into the courts? Don't they blaspheme the noble name that was pronounced over you at your baptism? Indeed, if you keep the royal law prescribed in the scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing well. But if you show favoritism, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the entire law yet fails in one point is guilty of breaking it all. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not murder. So if you do not commit adultery, but you do murder, you are a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who will be judged by the law of freedom, for judgment is without mercy to the one who hasn't shown mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can his faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothes and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm, and eat well, but you don't give them what the body needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith, if it doesn't have works, is dead by itself. But someone may say, you have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without works, and I will show you faith from my works. You believe that God is one. You do well. You believe that God is one. You do well. The demons also believe, and they shudder. Foolish man, are you willing to learn that faith without works is useless? Wasn't Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar. You see that faith was active together with his works, and by works, faith was perfected. So the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him for righteousness, and he was called God's friend. And you... You see that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way, wasn't Rahab, the prostitute, also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by a different route? For just as the body without the spirit 
is dead, so also without works is dead. For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without works is dead.